Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome in to Duval Daily, presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thank you so much for tuning in here on Thursday, January 26th. The 2022 season is in the books for your Jacksonville Jaguars. They're now moving on to off-season preparation, free agency, the NFL draft, all that fun stuff. The talent acquisition portion of the NFL calendar is nearly upon us, right? You've got free agency in March, the NFL draft at, at the end of April. So it's decision season, right? It's time for the Jaguars to make some big decisions about their their own free agents, unrestricted free agents, free agents that might be departing other teams, and of course the NFL draft. We've been talking about these free agents in the NFL draft quite a lot over the last couple days as the season has wrapped up for the Jaguars. Fantastic first season for Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence, A massive step in the right direction. A foundational season for the Jacksonville Jaguars in 2022. But their goals, their aspirations, are not to make it to the divisional round. They're to be playing in February in the ultimate game. Decisions they make, Trent Baalke, Doug Peterson, the rest of this coaching staff, and front office, the decisions that they make over the next couple months are going to help define the Jaguars in 2023 and beyond. They're going to help set the stage for what the Jaguars are going to be here moving forward. The stage is already mostly set with Doug Peterson calling the shots, being the leader and the offensive play caller, and Trevor Lawrence, of course, being the leader among the players and the quarterback. But what I want to talk about today is which free agent can the Jaguars not afford to lose this offseason? Which unrestricted free agent can they not afford to lose? That's what we're going to talk about here. was inspired by uh, Brad Spielberger over at PFF. He published one free agent each team cannot afford to lose in 2023. But... Uh, We'll take a look at what he had to say about the Jaguars, and then I'll run through the big free agents for the Jags and talk about which ones do you need to keep, who is the most important one, who can you not afford to lose if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll do all that right now. First, I'd like to remind you, hit me up on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo, Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag, and please hit that like and subscribe button here on YouTube. All right, so the Jaguars' most important free agent, who is it? They've got some big names set to hit free agency. Starting right tackle, Jawan Taylor. Starting tight end, Evan Ingram. Arden Key and Dwan Smoot, a couple of the rotational defensive linemen. Those are the big four, I think, that everybody's looking at. Brad Spielberger, again, over at PFF, he just did one free agent each team cannot afford to lose. For him, 
He chose Arden Key, and I'll tell you what he said here. He said, and I quote, Key had a career year while playing on a one-year $4 million flyer. With his 81.3 overall grade, his top mark for a season by more than 10 points. Over the past two seasons, Key has 80 quarterback pressures on 546 pass rush snaps en route to a 14.6 pressure rate, good for 17th among edge rushers over that span. Key generated at least three quarterback pressures in each of Jacksonville's final five regular season games and both playoff games, repeatedly stepping up when it was do or die time. Spielberger continues, the choice here was a toss-up between Key and tight end Evan Ingram, but with wide receiver Calvin Ridley coming into the picture in 2023, Key's inside-outside pass rush versatility could stand to make a larger impact, all things considered. I agree when you're comparing Arden Key and Evan Ingram, it is an interesting comparison. Because, yeah, if you lose Evan Ingram, you pretty much are back at square one at tight end, at least the way the roster currently stands, because you've also got Dan Arnold and Chris Manhurts who are set to be unrestricted free agents. You would pretty much only have Luke Farrell. Uh, Obviously, though, the Jaguars would add to the position if they don't bring Evan Ingram back. But it is interesting. Like, How critical is Arden Key? From a roster construction standpoint, Key is not going to be a full-time player in Jacks with, with this current group because you have Trayvon Walker and Josh Allen ahead of him on the depth chart at those spots. And now, Arden Key and all these guys that for the Jaguars, they'll move around. Like Key can rush from the inside. He can rush from the outside. He's valuable, but he's a role player in Jacksonville. That's the bottom line. Your, your big edge guys, your big guys that you want to be the most productive pass rushers are Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker. He has been incredibly value, as Brad pointed out, Spielberger pointed out, over the last two seasons in both San Francisco and Jacksonville. Two different kind of defenses, but two defenses that figured out how to use him um, and how to deploy him. And he kind of figured it out as well, uh, not on his own, but with the coaching that he received in both spots. Arden Key's taken a massive step forward in his career and looks more like the guy who was a big recruit uh, heading to LSU than the guy who was you know, a third round pick, kind of an afterthought a few years back. He's also a national treasure for me. Arden Key is that boom box, bump and set it off as they walk out the locker room, the leadership, the energy he brings to the field. I love Arden Key. Uh, so I, 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 it's hard for me to sit here and wholesale disagree with Brad, but he's still a role player. He's still not a full-time starter. Like Jawan Taylor is your starting right tackle. He was your best offensive lineman and pass pro this year. He's only 25 years old. You drafted him back in 2019 in the second round. Is Arden Key really more valuable as a rotational pass rusher than a starting right tackle who was in pass protection among the best right tackles in football this year? I have a hard time foiling that now. I understand the Jaguars do have Walker Little who you can try to plug in there. And Walker Little got a ton of reps at right tackle over the last two years. Um, Not necessarily in-game reps, but practice reps for sure. He was competing with Jawan Taylor up until the very end of camp for the starting job at right tackle. So, yeah, you do have an option there for sure. You've also got Evan Ingram, who's a former first-rounder, has tremendous speed and athleticism. He solidified your tight end spot. And he was a top five tight end in the NFL from a production standpoint in 
2022 for the Jaguars. And of course, Dewan Smoot, who's uh, not got the same body type and not the exact same skill set as Arden Key, but they play a similar role in Jacksonville. And Smoot, um, he suffered the Achilles, unfortunately. We'll see when he's able to recover, what his recovery timeline is. I think that's clearly going to impact what he's going to make on the free agent market and Maybe it allows the Jaguars to bring him back for cheap. I'm not sure how that will play out, but obviously best wishes to Dwan Smoot and uh, his recovery. Now, it was a it was a Achilles, right? For Dwan, I'm just trying to make sure, going to verify that. So, yeah, torn Achilles. So that's an injury that. You saw James Robinson come back from it. You've seen other guys come back from it. It's not going to be easy for for Dwan Smoot. But uh, another guy who maybe you can look at bringing back. But his injury does boost Arden Key's value because you're not going to probably have Dwan Smoot for the early part of next year at the very least. So is Brad right? Is Arden Key the most important? I don't think so. But let's say Arden walks. Um, like I said, Smoot could probably return. You have a guy who can make a similar impact, but not early on in the season, most likely from Arden Key. And for big boys like like uh, like Dwan Smoot coming off the Achilles, it's not quite as easier as some of the young the uh, not younger, but the smaller players out there, the running backs, the wide receivers, et cetera. But we'll see how he does, if he can if he can return. That's going to be a factor for the Jaguars, no doubt. What is his injury timeline? But even if you can't get either of these rotational rushers back, the thing is there are cheap veteran pass rushers, rotational rushers, that sign for cheap every single year that come in and make an impact for their teams. So I think you can certainly go that route. Like if, if Arden Key has priced himself out, if some team, because he is entering his prime, he's coming off two huge years as a rusher, some team wants to pay him to be a starter and you can't afford to bring him back, I think uh, I think you could find someone like Arden Key, who you found last year. Teams do it every year. The good teams um, that have good pass rushes, you look at what they do every year, there's almost always – a veteran rotational rusher or two that they bring in late that comes in and contributes. That's exactly what Arden Key did for the Jags this year. Um, so I think if you lose Key, get outbid, you just can't make the numbers work, there's likely another guy out there you can add to the mix. And if you can't, if you can't go add another uh, veteran that you feel really good about, as a rotational rusher, this is a tremendous edge class in the draft. Go get you another pass rusher. Uh, there's going to be a good one in each of the first three rounds at the very least. So if you want to go get one on day two of this draft, I think you'll be able to do that no problem and find a guy that you feel good about. There's so many guys I have watched in this class at edge that that bring a lot to the table as rushers. And so I think that you can feel comfortable in the fact that you can find someone who you will feel comfortable with on day two of this draft to come in and be a rotational rusher. Uh, There's no question about that in my mind. It's just about finding the guy you feel most comfortable with. And even if you want to go do that in the first round, I'd be fine with that too. Um, 
Caleb on chase on is going to be in the final year of his deal. If they decide to bring him back, uh, you're going to need, you're going to need edge. And, and of course you also have Jordan Smith who suffered the knee injury last off season. He'll be back. You don't know what you're going to get from him, but if if all else fails in in terms of bringing Arden Key back or Dewan Smoot, go get you another pass rusher in the draft and go get one. Go get a veteran and free agency that'll come in for cheap and, and want to play for a team that's going to be favored to win the AFC South. Like the draw here in Jacksonville now, it's not just for free agents. It's not just no state income tax and and. Um, and a fat contract, you now actually have players wanting to come here, wanting to play for Doug Peterson, wanting to play with Trevor Lawrence and the rest of these guys, and you actually have a facility too that you're going to start to be able to allure players because of um, you actually have modern, up-to-date facilities. And of course, you're in Jacksonville. You're by the beach. There's a lot of positives there. But there's more things attractive about Jacksonville now than there have been in the past, so I think it'll be easier to get some free agents in here. But I want to tell y'all something about these guys. We talked about Arden Key, Juwan Taylor, Juwan Smoot, Evan Ingram. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I don't think that there is a single free agent, in the name of this, this show, this edition of Duval Daily, which free agent can the Jaguars not afford to lose? I don't think that there is a single free agent for the Jaguars this year that they can't afford to lose. Now, don't hear what I'm not saying. I want them to keep everyone. I want them to. I would love for Evan and, and Jawan and Dewan and, and Arden and all these guys to be back. I would love that. But the bottom line is the Jaguars have a little bit of uh, salary cap maneuvering to do, which, of course, is doable. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to trim the fat on some contracts. You're gonna have to restructure some things, but you'll be able to get yourself in a position where you can afford to do a little bit of spending, keeping your own, or bringing in some other guys. They'll be able to do that this offseason, no question about it. Trent Balky's said it: cash is more important than cap because you can create cap space by doing different things, moving money around. Cash, you gotta have it, and Shad Khan has plenty of it. He's always willing to spend up. To go get guys. But there isn't a single free agent the Jaguars can't afford to lose. There is not one player that they could potentially lose in free agency here that this entire organization is dependent on. There's not a singular player on this roster, not named Trevor Lawrence, that this entire organization is entirely dependent on. Once Calvin Ridley gets back, maybe you can have that conversation. Christian Kirk, yeah. But, you know, let's say you lose Arden. You lose you lose Smoot. As we said, you can go find another veteran. You can go find someone in the draft early on, first couple rounds, first two, three rounds. 
And again, those are rotational players. Let's say you lose Jawan Taylor. You do have Walker Little, who has plenty of experience playing right tackle um, on the practice field and some in-game experience. If you if you lose Jawan, you pr- you're probably going to plug in Walker Little there at right tackle, keep Cam Robinson at left tackle. Is that as good as having Jawan? Maybe not. But Little's a talented player too. And um, and he's got experience over there now. There's a chance there's not much of a drop-off. And instead of paying Jawan big-time starting right tackle money, you're paying Walker Little on a rookie deal. That could actually benefit you overall. And then you can draft and develop another swing tackle or bring in a veteran that you feel comfortable with as a cheap insurance policy. Lose Evan Ingram? You could bring back Dan Arnold on the cheap. You could also look throughout the NFL, the rest of the NFL, at some tight ends that could be available for cheaper than Evan Ingram. You can also draft a replacement in this loaded tight end class. And it is loaded. If the Jaguars want to get a tight end in the first, second, or third round that can come in and be a long-time contributor, there's going to be guys that can do that for them. No question about it in my mind. And if you get a guy who knows how to play in Doug Peterson's system at the tight end position, they're going to have a big uh, a big impact for you. That's just the way it is. Doug knows how to get the most out of tight ends. Whether it's Travis Kelsey, Evan Ingram, Trey Burton, Brent Selleck, there's guys that that Doug has consistently gotten production from. And I think he'll be able to do that. Not regardless of who's lined up at the position, but as long as you have competence at that position, Doug will make the most of it. So again, I'm not saying the Jaguars should just say, oh, we don't need any of these guys. They they absolutely should try to bring their guys back. All I'm trying to tell y'all is, If you lose Jawan, there's still another path forward. If you lose Evan, there's still another path forward. If you lose Dewan or Arden, there's still another path forward. The Jaguars are not locked in this box where they have to sign these guys or they're going to be screwed next year. There will be other options available. I think a lot of people, you get super attached to these players, and I do too. I love these. Like Evan, Arden, Dewan, Jawan, all these guys – are such positive impacts on the locker room, positive impacts on the field. I love these players. But this is a business. And there will be other paths forward if they lose out on these guys. And I don't expect them to lose out on all of these guys. I expect them to bring back two or three of their guys probably. But the point is there's not one singular player in this free agent class for the Jaguars that they can't afford to lose. I think they're going to be just fine. And obviously, Trent Baalke's and Doug Peterson and these staffs are going to have to replace some talent, probably. They're going to try to have to inject some new talent. But the goal should not be to just bring back everyone every single year. You want to upgrade this thing, too, right? Is there a way that you can uh, leverage the resources that you do have, money-wise, to upgrade the roster instead of keeping it the same? I think that's going to be another interesting thing to watch. I can't wait for it, um, and I wish all these guys the best. I hope they all, all, they're all they all able to stick around in Jacksonville. I know that's not really very realistic, but that would be the hope because you do like these guys. But if they lose Jawan, they'll be fine. 
If they lose Evan, they'll be fine. Lose Dewan or, or Arden, they'll be fine. The Jaguars are about Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence and the culture that is being built here. And they're going to have resources to be able to try to uh, try to upgrade this roster and try to level up and get beyond the divisional round. To not have to win on week 18 to win your division and get into the playoffs. They want to they want to progress this thing in 2023, and I think they're going to have a good opportunity to do so. Uh, and we'll see how it plays out with these free agents. Again, wish them all the best. Love these guys. But not all of them are going to return to Jacksonville, unfortunately. But that's going to do it here. I just wanted to explain to you all, even though we love these players, even though you want them back, even though you feel like maybe there's a hole if you lose Jawan or, or, or one of these other guys, it's not the end of the world if they walk. It's not the end of the world if they go get paid the most they can get paid by someone else. There will be other options. The sky is not going to fall if you lose Jawan or Evan. I'm here to tell you all that right now. But that is going to do it for this edition of Duval Daily. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hopefully I, I didn't disappoint you with the title, Which Free Agent Can the Jaguars Not Afford to Lose? I wanted to break it down and really look at it from from a roster perspective, from an impact perspective of these players. And the bottom line is they don't have a free agent that they can't afford to lose. All right, y'all, that'll do it. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hit me up on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo. Let me know what you think. You can also follow Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. Hit that like and subscribe button. Check out GenJag.com. You can pick up some new Duval gear. Y'all have a great one, Duval. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.